This podcast will review the pharmaceutical class NSAIDs or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. The therapeutic class begins with A. These are analgesics, antipyretics, anti-inflammatory, and antithrombotic medications. Generic NSAIDs have no common ending in their name, as with many other drug classes. Examples of NSAIDs are ibuprofen, brand name Motrin or Advil, naproxen, brand name Naproxen, aspirin, which is a salicylate, Melexicon or Mobic, and Ketorolac or Tordol. NSAIDs are prescribed to treat pain, inflammation, and fever, and in addition, Aspirin may be used for its antiplatelet action, which can help decrease the risk of blood clots for those who have had a heart attack or a stroke. NSAIDs work by disrupting chemicals that make pain. Again, by understanding how these medications work, it's easy to remember the side effects. So, when I hit my thumb with a hammer, pain receptors in my thumb release a chemical called arachidonic acid. Meanwhile, in my body are two enzymes called cyclooxygenase, or COX-1 and COX-2 for short. These COX enzymes do many functions in my body. COX-1 promotes secretion of protective stomach mucus. It promotes platelet aggregation or sticking together, and it maintains renal blood flow. COX-2 is present during inflammation, and its effects may cause vasodilation and even clotting. So, back to the arachidonic acid that's made when I hit my thumb. It combines with those COX enzymes to make a chemical called prostaglandins. It's this chemical prostaglandins which create the pain, inflammation, and fever. NSAIDs block COX-1 and COX-2, so they inhibit the production of prostaglandins, which is what gives us relief from our pain. It's chemistry. Now... Considering the impact that COX-1 plays in protecting our stomach, if we block COX-1 with these medications, it's not hard to understand that gastric upset is a common side effect, and adverse reactions include stomach ulcers and GI bleed. Individuals may need to take these medications with food to decrease gastric upset, and we need to monitor them for signs of GI bleed. The use of alcohol with NSAIDs can increase the risk of bleeding and should be avoided. Because blocking COX can impact renal blood flow, we need to monitor kidney function, especially in the older adult. And it makes sense that using other anticoagulants like heparin or warfarin with NSAIDs can also increase bleeding, so we need to watch these individuals. Non-aspirin NSAIDs and second-generation NSAIDs like Celecoxib or Celebrex These have a greater impact on that COX-2 enzyme, making vasoconstriction and platelet aggregation even more likely to happen. This can actually increase the risk of heart attack and stroke. So individuals with heart disease should use the lowest dose of these medications as possible. Patients with asthma, too, are at a higher incidence of anaphylactic reaction with NSAIDs, so we need to watch for that. There are a couple of special considerations I want to bring up with aspirin. Aspirin should not be given to children who have a viral illness like the flu or chickenpox because it can increase the risk of Ray syndrome, which is a life-threatening disorder affecting the brain and the liver. Aspirin toxicity can also occur. Signs of toxicity are tinnitus or ringing in the ears, dizziness, and headaches. So we need to watch our patients for signs of aspirin toxicity. So here we are in review. 
NSAIDs are analgesic, antipyretic, anti-inflammatory, and antithrombotic. Examples are ibuprofen, naproxen, and aspirin. Side effects are GI distress. Adverse effects are GI bleed, kidney damage, and MI. Aspirin should be used with caution with children, and we need to monitor all individuals who take aspirin for signs of toxicity. Well, that's it for another basic pharmacology review by Instructor Gwen, hoping to make medications easy to understand and remember.